0: Freebie TV, man, what's going on? Welcome back, welcome back. Second installment to Prisoner of Love, Season 1, Episode 2. So, we're going to be breaking it down today. I broke down Season um Episode 1. If you haven't caught that, please do before you catch this here, or you're going to be confused as hell. Here again, we open up our... We open up with Chelsea finding out um, from Ashley uh, about Manuel and and his his uh, Playboy status and um, you know reading reading those letters and, and such uh, that, that Chelsea shares you know is, is is a flashback you know and again, um, it gives me a perspective of some of the damage that I've caused in some of the things that I've done when I've been a man well type. So for those that I've made feel like Chelsea feels, I truly am sorry. I really am sorry for the things that I've said and done, the manipulative ways that I've I've treated people in order to to get some of the things that I needed or that I thought that I needed during my survival. Um, Again, this is why I do the show, you know, is to get people to understand the type of environment that incarceration, extreme incarceration puts us in. You know, the the physiological changes, the psychological changes, the mental stress that we go through, um, a lot, a lot, a lot of trauma involved through extreme lengthy incarcerations. You know I feel Chelsea's pain because here you have this this woman who thought that something was real and the whole time the other party um didn't didn't ever even think that it was real and the embarrassment that Chelsea probably feels because here she'd drug her mother into it and and was convincing her mother that this guy was a good guy all of these things you know these are. These are hard realities, you know. And if if there's other people out here that are watching this, that have done the things that have Manuel have done, that I have done, you know, uh, I hope you feel, you know, the the um the sentiment of what it is that I'm trying to say, you know. Okay, bam, we zoom to the Midwest and we meet Elantra. Cute, cute Elantra with the pretty skin. So so we meet Elantra and we find out that she has been going with Bryce um, for four years now. Bryce is in car. So we find out that Bryce is coming home in a week. And they've been together for four years. And he's been locked up. She runs through how... How she met Bryce and hooked up with him. Bryce is in on a dope charge and a gun charge. Mm. Boy, so that's touching man. So here in the launcher breakdown, you know, the story of Bryce and whatnot is you know, again, that's that's another thing about this show that I'm loving is that, you know, these these are genuine people who are really in these relationships and it's exposing you know, a lot of again what we go through and, and try to understand like in Bryce's situation where he may not had that that tutelage, you know what I mean? That 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 elder wise, you know, um role model to help explain life to Bryce in, in my same situation and and Elantra seems like a very beautiful person. You know, and it's, it's, it's cool how they hooked up and, um, and how this relationship has flourished into what it is. And I could tell the way that she's, she's going through his life that, that Elantra really cares for Bryce. Okay. Fast forward to Bray. We get into his, his first meeting now with his sugar mama, his new Ferrari with the dented wheels. Right. And She's a Ferrari for real. I could tell right out of that first gate that this is a wild one. And I don't think Bray has a clue of what he's getting into. But he's digging the girl like, like she knows he would. And I'm kind of interested to see how far this thing is going to go. This boy's in love already. So we, we switched from, from Bray to Daddy Dexter... Daddy dexter dukes, and he um he's meeting with another one of his friends, right seems like a pretty cool cool dude, I think his name was Nick, so Nick comes in and Dexter breaks down his his love life you know they're sitting around talking about it. I think Nick got married recently married, and um so Dexter's just breaking down his you know his past love life or whatnot and you know, Dexter seems like a real cool dude, man, and, and, uh, somebody has really got his head together, but just really never could figure out how to put a relationship together, because to me, it looks like Dexter was always trying to, to chase waterfalls, you know, and a lot of us have those problems, you know, we want to have our cake and eat it too, and sometimes the cake might look good, but it just don't taste good. It seems like, Dexter got a lot of bad cakes in his life although it don't look like it. Again, we get to see the stigma. Nick has no idea that there's even a service. He don't even understand that there are women in in prison. Um he refers to them as girls in jail. So again, it's it's um it's the the craziness of it. You know, the shock of of somebody learning that not only are are you know, there are women in, in prison that there are women in prison that are or have value enough to have a relationship with and that there's actually a service that introduces you to these women again how stigma how stigma comes around is is through ignorance right just just plain ignorance and as nick um explains in his little soliloquy that he's never heard of this before so Again when we're dealing with something that's unknown it automatically makes us suspicious leery um we look at it as crazy because it's abnormal you know um in our own egotistical minds if we haven't heard about this then it's abnormal because we like to think that we're fucking normal again Nick says that you know um if he was single he doubt that he would try that route but Nick how do you know the girlfriends that you've had in the past weren't already convicted felons. You know what I mean? How do you know that they weren't in prison already? So, again, you don't know what you don't know. And because, you know, there is a truth in front of you that you may not agree with, it does not make it abnormal, wrong, crazy, anything like that. Again, educate yourself, Nate. Lorena Bobbitt wasn't incarcerated, nor has she ever been arrested before. We switch to Chelsea's diary cam, and again, we're hearing and seeing the effects of of Manuel. And the only thing that I can think in this moment is, I'm going to show my age here, but does anybody remember that movie um, from the 70s called Airplane? And in that movie, do you remember when the woman would start to flip out, and everybody would just get in a line and just start, well, I, I know it's sexist, and it was back in the 70s, I understand, but I'm probably going to get in a lot of trouble for saying that clip, ain't I? There's nothing more exhilarating in life than sleeping next to a murderer. Now we're sitting at lunch with Dexter and Chelsea. And Dexter's actually going through his profiles. Um, We hear about uh, Tracy and um, her story, which was vehicular manslaughter um she was she was drinking behind the wheel driving and got six years dexter settles on um a a female named yolanda he he's instantly attracted to her looks and and uh which is always a good thing you know we want to be attracted to the person that we're we're ultimately you know going to marry and, and spend the rest of our lives with thing about yolanda is her charges and for me being around a lot of these characters anytime that you deal with fraud p- these these people that are in prison for for fraud is very hard for me to trust these people because again when you're dealing with fraud you're dealing with manipulation you're dealing with deception and a lot of them are very very masterful at what they do and they're very hard to read and I always just kept people like that at a distance from me because I just could never get a proper read on them in order to, to, to trust them or know when to trust them or how to trust them. So when it comes to to fraud, again, I I warn people to be very, very careful and to truly understand the person that you're dealing with. Now we cut back to Bray, who's going through this thing, it, it apparently... Uh, kind of on his own because the daddy's involved in his little thing now so um brazen deep brazen real deep he's got him man he's got him a wildfire pistol dynamite mm. bray what you doing man what you doing bray where's marion at how come you're not showing this chick to marion where's he at bray the simple fact that she's telling you that she can't talk to you because she's constantly on disciplinary that should send signs to you like this girl ain't trying to change. And Bray, you, I'm sorry, I don't mean no disrespect, Bray, but you don't look like the type of fella that has that locked me down. So you think that you're going to try to change her? I don't think that's going to happen, Bray. I think she's going to run through you and clown you and make you a fool. Bray, get the hell out of there, Bray. Put the phone down and get the hell out of there and get out of the house, man. There's something I can't figure out about the daddy because, I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's got bass in his voice. He obviously has, you know, a a, a good income, right? I just can't figure out what it is that he ain't on. had that lock me down. Hmm. Bam, so we switch back to Elantra, and I'm falling in love with Elantra because this this chick has got her shit together for real. So everything that she says is spot on. And let me break this down to you because what Bryce is saying is true too. You know, when we come home, like we want that first interaction to be with anybody outside of the gates. To be with the one that has been with us through thick and thin. You know what I mean? Like and nobody else. And... And what Alondra is saying, like how mom is trying to push her way in because this is her son now and she may feel a little bit jealous, right, because the son is like, "Nah, mom, you know, I'm, I'm having my girl come get me or whatever, and, and what Alondra is saying is absolutely true, you know, and people have to understand that and respect that and, again, get outside of your emotions. It's not about you. It's about Bryce coming home. The way that Bryce needs to come home so that he can get his life straight, right, and 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 form his bubble. So here again, this is another aspect of the show that I'm really digging because not only have we now witnessed the reverse side of not have we now that we've witnessed. So what's great about this show is that we now we're getting a whole different aspect again, right, of what coming home from prison is really, really like. So, again, we got to see, you know, Chelsea and what she went through with Manuel. We we also are getting to see, you know, an actual couple coming home that has, like I said, from the very beginning, that formed over over amount of years. So these people know each other. Right. Bryce and. And um, and, and Alondra, they they know each other in and out, and see they haven't had, as far as 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 what I've seen so far, that that real physical, physical, relationship yet. You know what I mean. So they've formed almost like a spiritual bond between each other. We cut back to Chelsea. Chelsea's meeting new uh new matchmaking possibilities. And we get introduced to Michael, who is obviously showing himself as a Manuel II, reinforced, all with a new ego blast. We have Michael, who, who um, has described himself as a recovering uh, addict of some sort. Michael's displaying all the all the, the um, panache of stereotypical inmate. Uh, the tight, the tight thermals, the, you know, the cut body, the, the the nice build, good looking dude, very brash, you know, very, um, very bold, outspoken, speaks their mind, how they, you know, how they see it or how they want. Again, this is how, what you, what you're witnessing, the overwhelming hypnosis that, we can have over people instantly. So now we cut back to we cut back to Bray. Bray's finally on the phone with Arlette. Arlette's talking about taking acid, looking at the sky, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Hold up. Did she say acid? Bray, what you doing, man? What you doing, Bray? I want to take some acid get the sky. Take some acid and look at the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I got another call. I got to call you back, okay? That's how you do it, Bray. Bray, get the hell out of there, Bray. No, drugs, no, I'm not with that. No, not me, no, no, not drugs, drugs, no. So what Arlette is, in all all seriousness, Arlette is just somebody, a young female that's sitting in a detention center somewhere, right, sitting in a jail somewhere, just waiting to come home. Right. Obviously, this this facility that she's sitting in probably has no programs um, and they're just allowing these people just to sit around and play games all day and, and just waste their time. And that's all our let is doing is just waiting to come home. You have so many inmates that are just in there waiting to come home. And that's what our let is doing. And she's planning already the things that she wants to do when she gets home. She can't wait to get home. And, and do these things. Bray's like Bray's like the man trying to hold the gate closed with a stomping elephant coming through. That's who she needs. Somebody sober. She can go get that money from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick back with nice music. Yeah, baby, yeah. I gotta run to the store real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep voice. Deep voice. Sell her, Bray. Sell her. Let me go ahead and serenade you with something. Something sweet. Something nice. Bray. Get the hell out of there, Bray. <laughs> Bray looked like he was ready to cry when that phone cut out. Yeah, she down for you, Bray. She down for you like four flats, partner. Again, we switch back to Alondra, and and man, do I feel this girl's pain. You know what I mean? Is is um, these are facts, man. You know what what you're witnessing with that relationship there is 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 true enough facts, and the stress and pressure that's on everybody, with just somebody coming home, and that needs to stop. That needs to stop asap. If if. If the M.O. is about this dude coming home and being, you know, in a position to survive and make it, which he hasn't done yet in his life. Right. So if that's the agenda and if that's the M.O., then we have to understand that we're putting pressure on everybody. We're putting pressure on Alondra, who, again, she don't even know this dude outside of prison. You know what I mean? And she's taking a chance where her life You know, and and then Bryce coming home, and I could tell that Bryce, I could tell that Bryce has a lot of the same issues that I used to have when I was younger. And that's standing up to my family, telling them no, and parting ways with them, and and loving them from a distance. After I start loving myself and making my own decisions, you know, and standing by my own decisions, and again to to back up my home girl man. You know she is speaking facts. And what she's talking about isn't about money. It's not about, you know, it's not about material things. It's about knowing that, you know, it's about knowing that you just have somebody there that can feel your pain with you, you know, and for for you to have one person like that like that's very very serious. Yeah, that's a touching story, man. We switch to Dexter having his first phone call with his his main squeeze Yolanda, and um, Yolanda gives us a little bit of her backdrop, and um, she says something critical when she says, you know, that rejection is a big thing with her, and again, that's that's with a lot of us because we've we've we faced so much rejection in our lives, you know, that we're getting to a point to where we don't have too many more rejections in us um but the the gist of the conversation between him and and Yolanda um seemed like a nice conversation you know Yolanda might be um a truly legit person who has come to a point in her life to where you just start self reflecting you know and and um she says some deep stuff in in her her conversation about you know she's starting to realize that it's not her but the people that she draws to her and again that's 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 something that we all have to come to grips with at some point that we draw what we put out. So if we're putting out a negative presence, we're going to draw a negative presence to us. We cut back to Chelsea and Manuel too, Michael, M2M, and uh, same thing. Now now I'm dealing with Chelsea. Now I can see Chelsea's drooling all over this this guy that um so now I have Chelsea and Bray, isn't Chelsea the matchmaker? I would take all Michael's cookies and spades. We cut back to Alondra again. Another beautiful scene of her driving to go pick up Bryce after <laughs> after a lot. I'm sure. So it's a it's again it's a it's a it's a beautiful in depth look of what people go through every day. You know, going to pick up sons daughters. Husbands, wives, you know, um, and each one of these people that come home, even if it's only for that moment when they walk out of that gate, they never want to get in trouble ever again. Now we come back to the Get Fresh crew, right? We ain't seen the Get Fresh crew in a minute. We get to the Get Fresh crew, all three of them around trying to do alpha male things like axe throwing and Marion let me down, man. Marion. Come on, man. For real. Bray steps up to the plate, chunks his axe, and hits him. Marion. Seriously, dude. And we get a call from Mrs. Chelsea. Mrs. Chelsea delivers wonderful news to Bray that she has recently found out that Arlette is in prison for shooting somebody. Once in the stomach, once in the arm. Hold up. Acid, guns, shot somebody twice. Does she still need a pen pal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear her side of the story. Jacob, why you didn't you throw the axe, Jacob? I saw it. <laughs> you see this, Michael? You see- we cut to Chelsea trying to look all sexy in her nighty, talking to Michael and wanting to kiss his face. And then we cut back to something serious where we get to see Alundra out here and again she's she's um She's she's expressing, you know, just the fears like and the whole time that Bryce is in there being processed to come out, you know, and this crap takes forever. You know, she's sitting out there again going through like what happened. You know, did the place get locked down is, you know, did he buck on somebody, you know, are they not letting him out, you know, because as as the time gets shorter, it gets longer. Oh, my God. They hurt. Oh. I love you, too, baby. I love you, too, baby. And that's a wrap. Season two. And that's a wrap, man. Season one. Episode two. Down the drain. Broke it down. That was a good episode, man. There was a lot of emotion in there. And I definitely am, am, am feeling the relationship between Alundra and Bryce. Definitely looking forward to seeing how that goes. Um, these other ones. Man, come on, man. Stop it. Coming out soon. Episode 4 has already dropped. Episode 4 has already dropped. Make sure you tune into that one. I'll be breaking that one down shortly. Until the next time, peace. I'm out.